You're listening to the Bougie Boss Podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the classy, bossed-up woman who's looking to build her empire and start living the life that she deserves. I am your host, Marissa Janae, so grab a glass of wine, sit back, take notes, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Bougie Boss Podcast. This is your host, Marissa Janae, Kingdom Boss, Christian Lifestyle Coach, aka the Future Wife Coach, author, your good girlfriend, your bestie, your BFF, whatever you want to call me. Welcome back, my babes, to this week's episode. Before we jump into the episode, I just have a couple of announcements. Once again, do not forget to purchase your tickets for Relationship Goals 101, the Blueprint conference and retreat happening September 18th through 19th in South Beach, Miami, Florida. This conference is all about relationships, point blank, period. Two days of relationship talk, two days of getting to know yourself and how to do relationships right in God's way. So this conference is for men, women, married couples, couples that are courting, couples that are about to enter into courtship. This conference is for you. So do not forget to go right now or after this podcast, click the link in the show notes and get your tickets. You have single tickets as well as couple tickets as well as group tickets. They are now in early bird right now. So make sure that you go ahead and purchase your tickets. And I know I've been saying for a while that I'm going to release the speakers for the conference. They are out there promoting, but I have not yet released the speakers. And I know eyes are on my social media pages uh, and on the uh, event pages on Facebook, but I have decided to hold off just a little bit more. I'm going to make you guys wait, but do not wait. Make sure that you go ahead and get your tickets. Also, if you have not yet gotten your 90 day blueprint prayer journal for future wives and wives, make sure to pick that up from amazon.com. You can get straight to the journal by clicking the link in the show notes. Also, if you are looking to prepare to be a wife, if you are looking to achieve wholeness, you are tired of doing things your own way and not seeing results when it comes to having relationships or attracting a kingdom man, make sure that you go ahead and book your future wife prep session with me. I'm so excited because the future wife 90 day boot camp is underway. Um, I'm excited for the journey of these ladies that are now in my private coaching and mentoring program for the next 90 days. And I cannot wait to see their transformations. As I told you guys before, I believe I mentioned it in the last podcast that this private 90 day mentorship um, is done for the year. It will be offered um, again, most likely next year. So I am going to set up a waiting list uh, for that. So you can go ahead and sign up for the waiting list to get information on this next mentorship and when it will be offered. But I do have something coming for you guys. So stay tuned, stay on the lookout. If you're not following me on Instagram and Facebook, uh, form her the blueprint, make sure to do that. You can get the link in the show notes for that as well. So 
enough of that. Let's go ahead and get on into the podcast for today. I do apologize for the background noise. Um, there is cleaning going on today. There's washing clothes going on today. So um, if you hear things in the background, that's what it is. So hopefully it won't be too loud. But you know, kingdom woman has to do her kingdom duties for the kingdom home. Okay, so I'm going to get into this week's scriptures. It is a lot of reading guys. So bear with me. But as you can see from today's title, it states that if God is making you wait, get prepared to receive what you have asked for. So I am reading from the book of Exodus chapter 24, straight chapter 24, guys. So sit down and buckle in, get your notes. And I'm reading from the NIV version. So this is talking about the covenant. So the word says, then the Lord said to Moses, come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu and 70 of the elders of Israel. You are to worship at a distance, but Moses alone is to approach the Lord. The others must not come near and the people may not come up with him. When Moses went and told the people all the Lord's words and laws, they responded with one voice, everything the Lord has said we will do Moses then wrote down everything the Lord had said he got up early the next morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and set up 12 stone pillars representing the 12 tribes of Israel then he sent young Israelite men and they offered burnt offerings and sacrificed young bulls as fellowship offerings to the Lord Moses took half of the blood and put it in bowls and the other half he splashed against the altar then he took the book of the covenant and read it to the people. They responded, we will do everything. The Lord has said we will obey. Moses then took the blood, sprinkled it on the people and said, this is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you. In accordance with all these words, Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu and the 70 elders of Israel went up and saw the God of Israel under his feet was something like a pavement made of lapis and lazuli as bright blue as the sky but God did not raise his hand against these leaders of the Israelites they saw God and they ate and drank. The Lord said to Moses, come up to me on the mountain and stay here. And I will give you the tablets of stone with the law and commandments I have written for their instruction. Then Moses set out with Joshua, his aide, and Moses went up on the mountain of God. He said to the elders, wait here for us until we come back to you. Aaron and her are with you and anyone involved in a dispute can go to them. When Moses went up, up to the mountain the cloud covered it and the glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai for six days the clouds covered the mountain and on the seventh day the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud to the Israelites the glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire on top of the mountain then Moses entered the cloud as he went up on the mountain and stayed on the mountain 40 days and 40 days nights. This is the word of the Lord. Once again, this is Exodus chapter 24. I read from the NIV version. Make sure that you go back, that you read, that you soak up this word and see if God has anything else besides what I'm going to talk about today in this word for you. So like I said, today's uh, topic is 
if God is making you wait, be prepared to receive what you have asked for. So as you see here in the word of God, and I read from the beginning, so you can get the layout of everything that there was preparation that was done after the Lord spoke. After the Lord spoke to Moses, he told him to come to him. He gave him instructions on things to do before he actually got the actual covenant of the Lord before he got the laws and commandments there were certain things that had to be laid out first for the people to do so Moses got the word he delivered the word and the people gave their yes and they obeyed because they were waiting on these laws they were waiting on this covenant and there were days in between before they could get the covenant, but they waited and they did what they were supposed to do. The last thing that God told them to do before they could get what they were waiting for. So as the days went on, there were sacrifices being made. There were, you know, uh, certain anointings that were taking place over this time that uh, Moses had to do within the people and God called him back again and told him more uh, things that needed to be done. And finally, when he called him back um, for that final time, he still had to wait. Though the glory of God was over Mount Sinai, he still still had to wait along with those that he took with him he still had to wait on top of that mountain until God called him in to give him exactly what he needed he saw the tablets he saw the commandments but as the text says God did not raise his hand to them Okay, he still made them wait. Sometimes things are right in front of us. Sometimes we can see it, but it's not our time. We have the vision, you know, we have the vision. We we may have the provision to get the vision, but we just can't touch it just yet. We are just not prepared just yet. We have not yet waited out and done all the steps that we need to do in order to get that final product to get what we have been asking for. So there is a waiting period beforehand. So after that last time, God opened the clouds and Moses entered into the mountain and he stayed there for 40 days and 40 nights. So there was still a period of waiting to get what was needed out to the people because there was still that 40 days and 40 nights wait. So the people still had to be patient. The people of Israel still had to be patient and wait for Moses to come back after 40 days and 40 nights. So there is something out here that you are, are waiting for. You're waiting for that husband. You're waiting for that business to take off. You're waiting for, you know, this promotion to happen. You're waiting, you know, if you're parents, you're waiting on, you know, your child to do right and to settle down and or you're waiting for a child to turn back to God and recognize who God is and worship, you know, God. But there is a waiting process and there is work to be done while waiting you just can't wait without doing anything and God needs your yes while you are waiting that is very crucial God needs your yes and he needs your obedience while you are waiting on the things that you have asked for or waiting for the promise and the covenant that he wants to make with you and has promised you there is work to be done there is a labor to be done there are certain things that had to be done as the word says that Moses got up early one morning to build an altar 
So again, there were steps that were done. Worship was being done. Altars were being built. Sacrifice was happening. Fellowship was going on. People were giving their yeses and and, and glorifying God during this time of waiting to get these laws and commandments. I know this had to be an exciting time. I know this had to be a time that patience had to go forth because they were wanting the laws. They wanted to know what God said. They were listening. They were saying yes, you know, to everything that Moses brought back from the Lord. So, yes, this was an exciting time. And this was the time that patience had to go forth. But the doubt could not go forth in the waiting. There's much work to be done when you ask God for something. When you ask God for something, there's much work to be done. There's a waiting process. It's just not a waiting season. You know, we say we're in our waiting season, but inside of the season, there's processes that have to be done. There's worship that has to be done. There's even fellowship with other people and telling other people about the Lord within your waiting season, no matter what you're waiting for. Just to even minister to people and say, hey, I'm waiting on the Lord to give me this or to bring forth this. And this is what I'm doing. I'm getting up every morning. I'm praising him. I'm worshiping him. I'm fasting. I'm enjoying the process of getting to the end result because I know that he's going to deliver because I know that God words does not return back void. But I also know once I ask for something, I have to get prepared to receive it. So I will not steward over it incorrectly so I can cherish what he gives to me so I can fully appreciate what comes into my life. There's work to be done. There's work to be done in your waiting, sis. There's work to be done in your waiting, sis. So for my sisters out here that are waiting for a husband, there's work to be done. I know I talk about preparation all the time. Hey, I'm the future wife coach. I am the future wife coach and preparation is what has to go forth right now if you're waiting for a husband. What are you doing? Are you waking up early in the morning? Are you giving God your first fruits? Are you staying on your knees, not just for one minute, but are you giving him time? Even if every morning, you're, you know, you may do a quick prayer before you head out. But what day of the week are you actually spending time with him? Are you in a quiet space so he can download things to you? And it's not just going to be about this husband that he's bringing to you. It's going to be about who you need to become before he can bring this husband. Who do you need to become right now so your purpose can go forward? Who do you need to become right now so you can minister to others in your season of waiting? He's going to release things that you need to do to prepare like he did to Moses to tell to the people. Do you need to quote unquote build an altar? Do you need to make some sacrifices in your life? Do you need to live a life of minimalism like I'm now living? Do you need to go through your closet and declutter and get rid of things that you don't even need or even have put your hand on over 90 days to a year? Do you need to get rid of Things in your life that are unnecessary and that are not adding to your life, but just taken away from your life. Do you need to evaluate the people that are in your circle or even in your inner circle that are not of God and distance yourself from these people or remove them from your life completely? If you have asked God for something, there is a waiting 
process within your waiting season so that you are prepared to receive what he is going to give you. So you are prepared to receive what he's going to give you. He is just not going to drop that blessing on you without you being prepared. And with anything, just like with sports, just like with football players, which are, you know, football is my favorite sport, just like with football players, they they train, they train hard to get out on the field so they can run plays, so they can punt balls, so they can receive balls. Because if they don't have practice, if they don't get prepared mentally, if they don't get prepared physically, they can get killed out on that field. They can lose multiple, multiple games out there on this contact sport, okay, that physically does damage to their bodies. If they're not physically trained up, if they're not in the gym, if they don't eat right and and build up their stamina and build up their muscle and build up listen to this, if they do not build up that resistance to when they get hit hard to not falter under pressure, they are not able to carry forth what is needed to push that team to victory. Are you trained up? Are you trained up to receive the blows that are going to come in in that time of waiting? Because I'm going to tell you this, We all know that waiting is not easy, not just because of patience, but when we are in a position for God to bless us, the enemy is going to come in and he's going to send those plays like they do in the NFL, like they do on a football field to make sure that he takes the ball from you to make sure that you do not get to the ball. He's going to hit you. He's going to knock you down. He's going to knock your helmet off your head. But can you get back up? Can you get back up and withstand those blows? These are the instructions of the Lord. This is what the Lord prepares you for. Because even after you get that blessing, the enemy is still going to come charging for it. He's going to be on the other side of the field, sending his team in to charge you for that ball. He's going to charge you for that blessing. He's going to come after you full force to try to take it from you. But are you trained up? Have you been in the gym? Have you been listening to the coach, which is God, to tell you what you exactly need to do so your feet are planted? So when that hit comes, you feel it, but you get right back up and you still got the ball. You're still cherishing the blessing that has been put in your hands. So as Moses went in and then for 40 days and 40 nights, these people have waited. They didn't fall off. They didn't fall off at all. Actually, Moses came out after those 40 days and 40 nights and it was still work. If you go into to chapter 25, it tells you of even more work that was done even after. So even after you get get your blessing, there's still more work to be done. We are going to be working until God calls us home. And even when we reach heaven. There's still work, but it's glorious work. It's just worshiping, you know, worshiping our Lord each and every day. Not that type of work that we think of, not that toil that we think of and blood, sweat and tears that we think of here. But the effort and the work to worship God effortlessly in heaven that still we're always going to be moving. We're always going to be shaking. We're always going to be working. But you can take the easy road and you can take the not so easy road. You could do God's will and say yes, just like the people of Israel say yes, whatever he wants us to do, we're going to do it, we're going to obey it. Or you're going to lean on your own will and take the long road and take the back roads, okay, where it's dark, 
where you come up against so much stuff in the back roads that you don't have that covering like you do if you take God's road. So I'm here to encourage you in your time of waiting. And each time that you ask God for something, sometimes it's going to come quick because you're already prepared to receive it. And that's the thing. Or sometimes it's going to take a process of you going to God every day, that you're getting the instruction, that you're saying yes, that you're saying I obey, that even after that, there's still going to be a even longer waiting period after that. But you keep pressing in, you keep saying yes, you keep going forward, you keep putting one foot in front of the other, because at the end, you know, God is going to make good on his promise. You know, God is going to make good on his covenant. He told you once you ask, If you believe it, it's already yours. But this is what you got to do in the interim time frame. This is what you have to do within that waiting. Get prepared, get trained up to receive. So when I give it to you, no one can take it from you. No one can take it from you. No enemy, no principality, no command of the enemy can take it from you. That is so deeply implanted in you, no matter what is said. It cannot be taken from you. And thank you, Holy Spirit. This just dropped in my spirit. And I'm just going to be a little transparent right now about my husband. And when God told me that my husband, you know, was coming in, you know, actually showed me a glimpse of who my husband is. And I told certain people and certain people believed at first, but then they came back to me and said, are you sure? Are you sure? And at first, at first, my mind went off. Okay. And say, well, maybe I'm not sure. But God reminded me, what did I say? What did I tell you? Because what I tell you is what it is. And what I tell you, it it will be. So no matter what you see, no matter what you come up against, it's going to be exactly as I said. So even though I went through season of of training on out there and season of, you know, getting ready for my husband and God, just like he told Moses, come on, Holy Spirit, just like he, he told Moses certain things that Moses had to hold on to until he called him back again to the mountain. And then he let him in for 40 days and 40 nights. The same happened in my situation at the end of 2018. God called me in and he said, listen, here's the play. I'm going to bless you with a husband. He's on his way. Then he sent me back out there with things to do to work in my purpose, to build up the form, her ministry, to minister to women, to pray even harder, to intercess for certain people. You know, there were still things to be done. So I'm waiting for that, that last time to come back on in the mountain and go in for those 40 days and 40 nights and come out with the result. So I'm waiting patiently. I'm still working. No matter what anybody says, no matter how people are looking at me, no matter how crazy it may sound to other people, I know what the Lord has said. I'm on the field. I'm carrying the ball. The enemy cannot get near this ball. I'm going to tell you, listen, the enemy cannot take this one away from me. Okay. I'm holding on to it. Okay. I'm holding on to this word. I'm holding on to this blessing because this is what my father said. And this is how you have to be as well. No matter what you're waiting for, no matter what you're waiting for, if it is not causing harm and if it's going to do good for God's kingdom, it's going to do good for your life and the, the lives around you. You have to know it's of God. 
you have to know it's of God and it's not of selfish, selfish gain. If it is, you know, a desire so deeply burning inside of you, you got to know that this is a desire that God has put inside of you and you have to prepare for it. So when you go to him in prayer, you ask him what are my directives? What is the instruction? What do I need to say yes to God? Each time you go to prayer and you make sure that once you hear him, you go forth and you do it. This is a part of the waiting process. There's no way to get around it. Even when things come quickly, there's still a little bit of a waiting process. Yes, you may get confirmation, but it's not fully laid out just yet. Because there are certain things you have to do to make sure that you are prepared to receive what you ask for. And again, I mentioned that God is not going to give you more than you can handle. Imagine now you may be in a position that you want a promotion in your job and you get that promotion and now you're in that promotion and you have no idea what to do in this new promotion. You know, it was a good opportunity. You know that you can do it, but do you know that you know that you know the insides and outs of what you're asking for? So in this season, even though you want that promotion, make sure you're getting ready for that promotion at work. Make sure that you're getting ready for your business to elevate, to receive more customers and more clients. Is your business set up in a way that it can work like a well-oiled machine? Are your books in order? Do you have enough inventory? You know, if you're doing drop shipping, is that company reliable enough to receive the overflow of customers? You got to set yourself up before it comes or it's going to be a disaster or it's going to be chaos. Are you ready to receive another life into your life if you want a husband? Are you ready to add his schedule to yours? Are you ready to have another body in the bed with you? Are you ready to have another body roaming around the house that you have to submit to? Because if you haven't submitted to God, you're not going to be able to submit to your husband. And we're talking about kingdom husbands that we submit to. If you still cringe when someone says, hey, you have to submit to your husband, you're not ready. Because you haven't fully submitted to God and surrendered your life over to God. So there's so much work to be done. Let's stop asking, where is it, Lord? Why hasn't this happened yet, Lord? But we have to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, okay, self, why hasn't this happened? What haven't I not done? Have I done everything that God has told me to do from the very beginning? Have I skipped over some things? Have I taken shortcuts when I was supposed to do exactly what God told me to do? Have I gotten over this not liking people? Okay, have I gotten over not liking people and building good, solid relationships? Have I learned how to do that? Have I learned to trust people? Have I learned to trust myself? Have I learned not to be selfish, but selfless? There's much work to be done. I don't know how many times I'm going to say it. And that's just for anything and not just for those out there who are waiting on a spouse. So once again, if God is making you wait, get prepared to receive what you have asked for. So that is all that I wanted to bring to you all today. I pray that you have received this message today. I pray that it sits on your heart 
okay? And that you go to the Lord, that you pray, that you ask him if there's more that he wanted you to receive out of this word for today. Go back to Exodus 24, read back through it. I, I know that he has something else. There's always something else that is in the word for you to get out of the word. Even if this word doesn't pertain to waiting for you, it may pertain to something else, but I know there's something in this word today. So pull out the word today, read the word, eat the word, digest the word. Okay. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. This is our roadmap to life. We don't have to take the hard road guys. Everything is laid out for us. Everything is laid out in the word for us. So until the next podcast, bye-bye.